Howdy, welcome to episode five of The Main Line and Beyond with Mark Singer. Tonight's guest is the one and only Michael Morrow of Pure Jerry, Grateful Dead and Jerry Garcia Band Tribute. We get into some cool topics, as always, and I really hope you enjoy the show. All right, howdy, welcome to episode five of The Main Line and Beyond with Mark Singer. Uh, it's great to be here again at uh, Daydream Creative Studios in Ardmore, 35 East Lancaster Avenue, <clears throat> a couple doors down from the Ardmore Music Hall. Um, yeah. Um, we excited. were just there with you. Yeah, that was a great show. Man. It feels like yesterday, but it was really a few weeks ago. Right? Yeah. A month ago? Two, you, months? You, two months? How long is it? Over two months. I know, yeah. No, uh, it has. Wait, what day is gosh, it? I, yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, we're in February. I think it was November, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Um, that's Michael Morrow, my What's guest up, tonight, man? with Cynthia and Megan from Pure Jerry. Woo! For sure, yeah. We love Mark Singer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you can't win them all, but it's good to be loved tonight. You know, it's good to be surrounded by some love. So, uh, just to start off, I always like to talk about some things going on. Um, One's not a pretty picture, but you know, this is a music-based uh, podcast, and uh, there was a terrible story out of Dobbs, you know, that it sounds like, you know, that legendary venue is, uh, you know, I, I gotta say, I, I, it's not something I'll be quiet about, being a father to two little girls, it sounds like there were some... Yeah, you know, shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, that place, as legendary as it is, and it was, and... Uh, Actually, a lot of my, what I got going ultimately came from uh, being there. Being there on Tuesday night particularly was the musician jam night. They called it the uh, last minute jam band with uh, Greg Davis, who is, you know, in my view, is the best guitarist in the last, you know, few decades in Philly. I mean, he's just does it all, you know, cross on traffic. He's just, he's one of those guys that just has the magic, you know, and he became my teacher, and uh, that's really where I got where I'm at. I mean, I wouldn't know anything without him. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that's and he's, uh, he is a great player. And he's super casual about it, too. I haven't <laughs> seen him forever, you know, but I don't have to see him all the time, but he's, he just, he was a big influence in terms of, uh, you know, actually getting it together and starting to practice and get, sound like a professional, you know. Okay. Dot the I's and cross the T's and whatnot. And Got it. But uh, Dobbs was the place. And, you know, I, we, we ended up, actually, we played a, a little bit with Wally Smith, who's for, also from that band. That's where I saw Greg Davis last yes. playing with him. Yes. I mean, those guys are, you know, they're the best. I mean, they, they were the band who, when you were a musician, you went to see them going, oh, wow, someday I'm going to be that good. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> you know they had that. For me, they had, uh, it was very uh, inspirational. So what do you think it was? A blend of different genres that he was into? Uh, just, the I, I mean, now, I can look back now and he's say. He's a heavy player. He's, I mean, he's like, he's, he's a, a, he's a, a sort of Jeff blue, Beck. influence. Yeah, he's right? a Jeff Beck uh-huh. slash Hendrix guy, but yeah, also yeah, yeah. 
Also, he has a certain funk and jazz. He has that swingy kind of. He's real beboppy, but he also is uh, very relaxed. You know, he. I, I sort of learned that you could be a shredder, but also be relaxed. So that was. I, I also learned that from Jerry, but um, that sort of sort of swinging the time, you know. Uh, in that bluegrassy banjo way, but also <laughs> jazz at the same time. So in terms of actual technique, you know, uh, in being exposed to those musicians at Dobbs was like, whoa, this is what you could be, you know, across town, you know. Yeah, I mean, I hate to start the show on a bummer <laughs> note, you know, so it's just. Uh, so uh, they they had a they, they had an incident. Yeah, there was a, there was a couple girls that were apparently sexually assaulted. One of them yeah. was underage, and they yeah. served alcohol. Oh, okay, I didn't. You know. And, All right, because uh, I, I know they just renovated. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's a real bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. It, they had a they had an up and down uh, existence. They were mm -hmm. they were like uh, some other. They had some other name for a while, and then they changed back to Dobbs. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I, I've had over the years. I played there a bunch of times. In fact, you know, every time I would start a band, that was sort of one of those places where you can go and start out. And there was the Pontiac Grill yeah. for a minute. Remember that? The Pontiac. Yeah, yeah, too, right. yeah. yeah, it was the same place. And you know, I've had great nights where I played there with like uh, all kinds of crazy people from different walks of life, Chuck Trees, and you know, mm -hmm. I've had nights where we sat in with uh, all kinds of different people that were well known, some well known, some not. You know, but Dobbs was a very central place in those days because. There were certain places you went out at night no, where, I, where yeah. the, the musicians hung when they were off. You know, that was one of those places. Got it. Yeah, you didn't necessarily go there on Saturday or Friday or Saturday when the headliners were there because you didn't want to be, you know, seen all the time. But Tuesday night was the night you could go and really hear musicians' music. You know? Got it. So it's sad that it's become that, but... Like I had said to you outside before we started, there are a lot of things in the scene, I use the air quotes for the scene, mm -hmm. that have become a little bit dark, you know, and they're just a reality of what's going on and it's really sad, unfortunately. I, I, have, I don't have daughters, but mm -hmm. I know that every fan is somebody's daughter and it's out there dancing. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we both come from a dead background. You obviously know the lyrics. Uh, you know, how to learn the hard way just to let her pass by. You know, there's, there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? And uh, so that's part of a larger thing that goes on. And it's sad that that happened to such a legendary place, which was just getting back on its feet. Yeah. You know, so I didn't want to spend... Yeah. I mean, it is. No, I'm fine with you bringing it up because it actually is... Uh, you know, something that, you know, we think about it all the time. We just don't necessarily say it because it's not everyone wants to be on a bummer. But yeah, there, yeah, are, no, things I mean, that, there are things that go on at shows that are just uncool. We all see them all the time. And, you know, sometimes yeah. we... 
So these things happen. But on a good note, um, I will say that I was, we had uh, one of the best gigs ever at, in Steal Your Peach. Oh, yes, Friday we night. did. Yeah. yeah. You guys are phenomenal, by the way. It's just ridiculous. Oh, thanks, man. You guys are, too. Well, like I, that, I yeah. definitely don't uh, take back I was, to us. Uh, we were sure. wise enough to play first because I was like, I'm not following that. Get out of here, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't look at it that way, but uh, I appreciate that. Um, no, no I you guys it. killed it. You guys got and and the way that you channel Jerry, I think, is you know second to none, man. I mean, oh, thank you. Not only playing wise, but singing wise, it's like you know it's uncanny. I so. I will thank you incredibly for that because I'll tell you why because um, we love what we're doing. You know, I love what I'm doing. Uh huh. And, and like and this is my cousin sitting next to me. You know and. I've known Meg a long time. I met her when she played with Zen Dog, and we, you know, it's like something that we have uh, that special something now. Chemistry. You know, that is also my wife is a big part of family. Business and yeah, right. so it's like um, my kids work for us, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we we don't. It's not. Um, it's not phony, you know. It's not a not not phony is not the right word. In, let me say, in the past, I've had bands where I worked with professionals that I didn't have the same warm fuzziness about being around. It's, it's part of the unfortunate reality of having a band. You know, you don't when people come in that somebody gets replaced. Different configuration. Different, yeah. Well, and, and you know, you've got players that are incredible players, but you might not mesh with them. Like right. Person yeah, it's very much. Um, Chemistry's you know. a funny thing. Yeah. Chemistry. For example, uh, Jimmy McGuigan, who you know. Obviously, you know and love him. He's great. He's the best. Yeah, he's, and uh, he's, I clicked with him right away. You know, uh -huh. well, we don't necessarily play in the same projects, but when we play on stage together, there's something like when we played with you guys, we were trading eights, you know, on stage and uh -huh. we going back and forth. He, he just he's he's got that he's interesting player. Also, I click really well with Anders. You know, I go back a ways with him. Uh huh. Um, He's great. In fact, I just played with Graham Ford with Anders, and we did that last year. That was... I, I love that stuff, man. I mean, That was one of the best musical things I've done in a long time. It just, it was a one-night thing where we were just like, everyone was like, whoa, this is great, you know? Uh -huh. Three-part harmony, like we love to do, and that, that's... I wouldn't say it's my thing, but it's something that I really dig, singing, you know? Uh -huh. I would say we're, Pure Jerry, especially, is more of a singing group, you know? It's, we focus less on the wild jam, jamming, and, and we try to keep it where the energy moves around. You know, a lot of times I sit back and I don't sing, I let the girls sing, you know, and, and they also sing songs where they're featured, you know, and then our keyboardist Bob Albasi, who's Living Earth, you know, he's... Okay. My I didn't know fellow was. Living Earth uh, alum. You know? Okay. And yeah, we we go way back to the old days, and uh -huh. he's fantastic. You know, he's but the why best. Why don't you around. mention the rest of the band members? Yeah. yeah. If you could. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you while we're, a few. Yeah, we're on the subject, we have. We also yeah. have my longtime friend Tommy D, who uh -huh. uh, his full name is Tom Dininger, and uh, we go back to the old days of 
Cornerstone and the 23s. We were together in the Mustangs. We moved up here from Ocean City, New Jersey together. We've been playing together since we were 17. Right. I was meaning to ask you about growing up. This guy City. literally has my back. The you know, only they they, they, they uh -huh. make fun of me because when I pull back with my guitar, uh -huh. he goes like this with his neck. It's <laughs> like a second. It's just automatic. It's sort of second nature. Yes. Thing. We've been playing together for so long. He literally stands right behind me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so he knows to kind of take yeah, cover when that, that uh, head stops. <laughs> Like I said, it's one of those things where having people around that you have that closeness with, you were talking about Adam and how you guys have that natural chemistry. Yeah. So we have that by the tons, you know, right? mm -hmm. and that's what keeps you going doing it because when you're sitting there and it's boring, you know, and, um, you, you have people around that you care about and trust and We've got you Chris, know, our heartbeat. Our, our, our drummer, Chris Mafali, yeah. he and his wife, we Chris just absolutely adore them. Yeah. Uh -huh. And we go to festivals and we camp together, you know, and you, you get to dogs. know people really at the, tightly, and uh, which is always the case. But um, I went through a phase where I played primarily with other professionals who sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's icy. You know, I was, I've been on the road with bands where I was like, oh man, I got another month of this you know. yeah right I can yeah, see how that could happen. it's not so much the music wasn't good or sometimes it's the music's good sometimes the music is terrible and you get paid a lot I mean you know that <laughs> but um having the family vibe for me now is the primary thing yeah because that's first of all I have such a large family we have three adult sons from yeah. 19 to 23. And mm -hmm. is Raiden uh, working on joining us at some point? Yeah, yeah my we're, youngest we're, we're, son. We're working him. Come on, Raiden. He's on his way into yeah, the yeah, Bobby spot. We are no, easing nice. him yeah, in. Yeah, he's okay. great. Right? We've got Raiden. We've got Michael, our official. Well, that is yeah. unique, you know, and I knew I knew it was that way, you know, with Melanie and, and the whole. The well, whole he, you know, luckily everybody else right? gets to, you know, he's great at what he does, you know, and I loved his pictures right away, not necessarily because I was in them, but. <laughs> but I will say that sometimes you know how it, it is. You know, you see a picture of yourself, you're like, damn, who, dude, what are you? Why'd you take that angle? Come right. on, man. I know what I look like. You know, uh, uh, make it a little bit. You know, give me a something. You know, uh, but neighbor, he gets me good. He man, and he gets the girls good. I know that. You know, I think his first pictures I saw were that Ardmore show we did together. That's yeah, and there are some gems from that show. Yeah. Um, so put him on the map for sure. And he he also came along right at the right time because I got the tiger, you know. So I was like, oh, I need a lot the of tiger. pictures of that. Uh -huh. man. <laughs> so tell tell me, I was geeking tell, out on that. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, that's well, that's a big uh, the, one, the one you brought here tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And and it, it's just it's really up the game a little bit for me personally in terms of the gig because. Uh, it just sounds so incredible. When you plug in, you're immediately like in 1981, which is where I'm trying to be. You know? Gotcha. T tonally. You know, so. Yep. Bring that um, around here, Mel. It's a matter of, and I, it's not like I, it happens to look beautiful, but it's really about how it sounds. Because in that sense, I'm a real serious purist. You know? It is heavy. Yeah, yeah. I can you see weren't that. kidding when you, you said it. Yeah, it's super it was heavy. Oh, no, it's like you, probably the heaviest electric guitar. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. it is. Really well, it's, you know, it's the real thing. I mean, this is the guitar that uh, 
Look at this, folks. <clears throat> you know, mostly. Well, look at that. <laughs> this is the one he played most, you know, and most of what you hear is this, the great stuff. And it's also, it, it's funny, they just, Sin and I were talking, oh, sorry, I'm knocking down the artwork. Okay. Um, we, we were talking recently about how sometimes now when I take a solo, it's like, <laughs> and it's because the thing literally you hear it on tape, so he'll be playing something in Big River, and it's like country, and then he'll hit something, and it's like, it just has that same power, you know, and uh, when I played it, I, I, I played it, and I was just, oh my god, you know, now I gotta buy it, you know. So let's talk about that. No, not totally. I had like a guitar sponsor. They were giving me free guitars, you know. And uh -huh. Then I get this, and I'm like, oh, I need a loan, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you want to let everyone know? Because I mean, like, what was that four or five thousand more oh, or less? I, I mean, I, I, I'm Italian. I'm not gonna talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. That said, it's way more than that. <laughs> way more than yeah. That. It's, yeah. A, it's a car. You know, it's, oh it's another car. God. It feels. But it, but we at the end of the day, you know, we we decided, okay, we're gonna do it because it's something that it ups our game, you know, in terms of the sound and and the feel of it. People like to see it; they like to take pictures with it and ask yeah. me about it. You right. Know. It, in some ways, it's uh, helped a little, but uh, it also is a thing of I don't let it out of my sight. Number one. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, it's like it gets a seat on the plane, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, uh -huh. don't, don't uh -huh. take your eyes off the uh -huh. yeah. guitar. I, I wouldn't go. take it on a plane, I don't think, without an insurance policy or something. Right. But, but I was going to say, like, so, um, you know, in terms of, of uh, playing the Grateful Dead's music mm -hmm. um, and, and, uh, and dialing in that tone yeah. that you're talking yeah. about. To me, that is the, the the number one trait that I look for in, in my favorite guitar players mm -hmm. because there are you know there are virtuosos that can just shred up on, up and down the neck, but it's, sometimes it's hard to tell one from another. Uh, yeah. It's those signature yes. voices like Jerry and mm -hmm. you know others, uh, Schofield, Dwayne. I mean, there the list goes on and on. But what I'm saying is. That signature voice is is uh, you know, and that's what you do so well with Jerry. Well, but that, but that's that's what I think is is kind of like the signature of a great guitar player. You know, it's it's a double edged sword. You know, I'm like you. I agree. I think the tone is of utmost importance to me. And not only guitar tone, but the vocal tone. You know, we do a lot of work singing. Uh -huh. um, and. Uh, but, but no, for sure. But I'm just said, thinking of guitar, I, guitar tone. You know? At the end of the day, I don't always sound exactly like Jerry, but I try to get it where most of the time it's enough reminiscent that you go, "Ooh, you know." We get some guys that come up and they, you know, they have tears. Oh man, it was like yeah, I believe the Warfield Theater, and I got <laughs> married, and this is my wife's favorite song. <laughs> That's what my kids laugh at when people when the fans geek out and they have that moment of. But well, we live for those. But moments. I live for that. Because, yeah, we live for those. Because sure, first of, of all, I was it's there. All about you know, lifting spirits. When you, yeah. when you talk about Garcia band, you know, I was there. I mean, I saw them a lot of times. Is that right? Okay. It was a soul-moving experience. If there's any mm -hmm. kind of faith that I have in life, it's the Garcia band. Is that right? I mean, it's wow. like uh, my religion on mm -hmm. some level. God, so, <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say the soul, the soul and R and D is how it's spoken. Well, my perspective yeah. is off. You know, 
with because it's so close to my heart. You know, I, I, I loved the way that they were looser, but they were also churchier. Uh, you know, it was, uh, you had to, when you were there, it was because you really, really got what Jerry was about. Which is now easy to do because he's an icon. But in those I mean, days, where his true influence is like the Motown. Just, uh, and all just that in those stuff. days, yeah. you know, you yeah. went there to really get the heavy dose of Jerry. Mm -hmm. You know, you, if you you had a lot of Grateful Dead, but it was different. The songs were different. There was first of all more of a spiritual feel. Feel yeah. most a lot of them are actually gospel songs. Right. Yeah. You know, well, that's what part of what spoke to me about the idea of, of Steal Your Peach and fusing the almonds in the dead, because yes. I feel like their music is derived from a very Which is brilliant, place. by the way. Yeah, it was a brilliant uh, move for you to do. Well, I mean, you know, they're they're two of my favorites for sure. Yeah, sure. Know. I know your history. We played together, and I know, totally. Yeah. I know what you're about, and and you're a lot like me in that way, uh, in the sense of you get it down. I mean, you you know, you get it down. You know, I, I, I say that privately and right here in public. <laughs> you know, when somebody's nailing it, I know, I respect that because I'm trying to do that. I'm really trying to nail it. And I think we're trying to nail it. But like you were saying, it, it, it's a double-edged sword on some level because some people, you know, they, when they go, man, you know, you're the best. You really nail it. And then when they get mad at me, they go, man, you sound like Jerry. Why don't you get original? You know, and uh, it's sort of, <laughs> they use it to, to, uh, to give me shit about it. So, so the way I, I see it. <laughs> so, but, 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 you know, look, I'm just trying to, it's not like I'm trying to be Jerry. You know, I'm just right. trying to sound exactly like him for a split second, maybe. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I call it channeling. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. You know, I'm going to use the um, words channeling. I think and, and I don't, there's too much judgment, I think, placed in that area just in terms of, you know, covering a tribute band, whatever you might say. I mean, you know, obviously not forever. Some people are all about it. But um, the way I see it is you have art and you have craft. Yes, you know you're keeping. Yeah. You can be creating art, um, but you know the Philadelphia Orchestra is a cover band, right? Yes. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, have sure. <laughs> sure, they're covering Beethoven. Yeah, I tell you know I sort of joke about that with my kids who are both classical pianists. They yeah. study, you know, and they write. And all that. They're they're way more musicians. Haven't replaced. Yeah. They haven't replaced the masters in classical music yet. No, no, yeah. it's all a big cover band, really, on some level. But yeah. um, it is weird to be in that space of what people expect because, on the level of you know, we talked about the difference between music and business. You know, the, on the business end, it's easy for me to do. In other words, when I started, nobody. There wasn't a big tribute band explosion, so I've been around long enough that um, I've seen that happen. As it's, right, it's yeah. you know, it's out of yeah, control. Uh, is it? Is it like the? Have you ever I'll seen this many about the tribute bands. Grateful Dead tribute bands? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just it's not every, just the Grateful Dead everywhere. where the, the, the tribute bands are on fire. Is there, um, another <laughs> photographer I was talking to had said that in general, all his photo shoots over the last two years. Was tribute band. All different, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All different it, it, you know, it like, is like a. In general. But they're, they're, it's but, like a. There's heavily. They're, 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 they're grateful to have them out of control. It is yeah. tribute It's beautiful. It's, it's, great. it's, it's great on the level of the big end. You know, it's, there's a lot of bands. For example, I love Dark Star. I think they're the best thing out there. Is that right? That's my personal view. Because I okay. think they bring you back to that 70s. They just really. 
get the vibe right. I'm going to say I've always been partial to Splintered Sunlight, man. I don't know. I, I saw them. They were the first band that I saw mm -hmm. live doing it in my front, you know, right in front of me at the Middle East. And uh, they were just great shows. I, also, I just saw them at Ardmore the yeah. other night. And it's, you know, it's good stuff. We, of course, like, love them. You know, I mean, yeah. we've all seen Splintered a million times. Butchie's a friend. I've played with him. In fact, uh, yeah. just in Facebook the other day, uh, uh, a show came up, I played with him in Westchester, it was just me and him sitting there in some little place, you know. Oh, that's cool. And it was just great to remember, wow, you know, we did that, cool. Because he's busy, we're, we're all busy. We got I put things. you as, you and him as equals. Yeah, he's around. he's great, well, technically he was above me on the jam band list, I think he was... That like, one you posted? That was a weird <laughs> list, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, nobody, nobody knows what, the, you know, who knows. So right, you right. Could be, and the other thing is, one minute you're up, one minute you're down. Somebody hates you, somebody likes you. You know, you can't. I don't pay attention to the chatter as much. No, I don't um, think you can. No. Because we, it takes too much time just for us to exist. You know, the gig is the main thing. We, Focus on the important what you, what, stuff. I mean, what do you think? You know, people in the in these days obviously use the term jam band as a genre, right? Mm -hmm. But we both know when the Grateful Dead was coming about, they, they didn't know what a jam band was. No, it didn't no. exist. So, so, so to me, the difference is, you know, they, they were musicians that mm -hmm. were blending their favorite sounds, but most importantly, they were also writing good songs. So yes. even though they were jamming, yeah. you know, they weren't just jamming just for the sake of jamming. They had these beautiful songs. Yeah, yeah. Sure. the structure. I mean, it was the structure, I guess, is a little looser in the sense that you just have guardrails so that you just don't go off. But within that structure, they, they had freedom. Yes, yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, and they had freedom. They definitely it's a solo, did. and it's not but the it same. But start, it started from a good song. You it know? did. Oh, no, sure. Certain yeah. Structure. yeah, absolutely. Even from even in the beginning, when you had uh, what I call the psychedelic Grateful Dead, you know, the first sort of the first years, they were rough sounding, you know. And, right. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, the songs were strange, right? you know, and they sounded strange, which is what I liked about them. But right. it took a lot to dive into that. You Cream know, puff wars. There's a lot to the Grateful Dead, and one of the things we talk about a lot is that we want to be the addicts of my life, Grateful Dead. You know, we want to sing immaculately, you know, and play those songs that are close to the heart, rather than the Slipknot Grateful Dead, which a lot of people, that's already been done a lot, number one. It's not really my forte, number two. And um, so it was easy to sort of pick a lane for me, because uh, when I go play for dead bands, you know, I, have, I do all that stuff and I enjoy it, it's great, and I can pull it off, you know, but... It's a question of where your heart is, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know you, you feel the same niche. way about the almonds. We're in the know? right spot. <laughs> it's a thing of I want to play oh, what sure. I what I really, really spot. love because I play better at the end of the day. We sing better. We do. We're doing our thing. We, I mean, I always say too, like you know, there's so many musicians out there, guitar players. You know, there's always more of them than anyone. Mm -hmm. But you know, in terms of what we do. There's musicians who are like, oh, well, you know, I can learn that, you know, but it's a difference between that and obviously like having it bred into you from years and years yeah. of like, you know, yeah. just absorbing the sound. Um, so I think that's important, you know, I think it makes it come across differently. For sure. But, you know, it also depends on the show. After a good show, uh -huh. it's the greatest thing ever, you know, that we're, I'm feeling like we're on top of the world. After yeah. a terrible show, I'm, you know, I'm running around freaking out for two days. <laughs> and 
I'm better at it than I used to be, but right. it, and when he thinks it's terrible, I, wait, I have right. to, I have to clarify. <laughs> but when my, yeah. when my cousin says it's terrible, people go, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> 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 He's like, "Well, that, that, that was the the, the, the solo and the yeah. thing. I, I completely messed it up. I got no one <laughs> but you." Thinks that way, but well, he's I'm, hard on himself. I'm like, acknowledging the mental illness here publicly. Yeah. We all, yeah, we all, we're all do it. We're you know, I, I have to watch that because you know, if, if fans could have like a great show and they, they're coming up with yeah. all this positivity, and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, and, and you well, can't do that. I you, know, like, you know, you know, it's funny. I, I think of Wait. you because one day I called you up after a show that I had, uh-huh. and I, I called you because. I felt like, oh, this is a guy who's going to get it, you know. Of all the brothers I have, uh-huh. people know how I feel. Uh-huh. So I called you up. It was pretty early in the morning, you know, and I, I tore your ear off about this show I had, you know, it was a Wednesday night. Or uh-huh. I, I know you remember. I do, yeah. And, uh, I mention it. Yeah. And uh, I felt really bad about it afterwards. I was like, oh, this poor guy, you know, he got the wrath. <laughs> and it, it's, of course, something stupid. You look back later and you go, why did I even care about it? It's so dumb, you know. And, uh, and You care. So well, you have to care. I mean, you know, part it, of the... It's uh, the amount that the Grateful Dead. I feel like the Grateful Dead community is a little forgiving to a little uh, slip-ups here and there. Well, the Grateful yes. Dead had that happen I mean, a yeah. time or two. Yeah. And let me tell you, I am a professional shoe eater in terms of... We have to I be there. my foot in my mouth uh-huh. plenty of times uh-huh. and had to do yeah. de- clean-up damage control. And you know, I, I, I'm good at it. You're I mean, mellow bike now. Yeah, I'm better but now. We, it's the but, new and improved mellow. But it's hard because my heart's close to it. You know, yeah. I, I want it to be so so good. Yeah. And not only for me, I want it, I want other people I to think- be where the Grateful Dead were. Like we talk about all these tribute bands, and there's a lot of them. And don't get me wrong, God bless them. I'm I'm happy for any musician who makes a living. Uh. At the same time, there is a level of. Uh, and I know you know that because the almonds are really tricky to do and have to be done correctly. So, yeah, yeah. Expectation, um, right? There's a thing of it has to be right, you know. And that kind of thing is really something that it gets under my skin. So that's been a, proce- a, a, a process of being able to stay relaxed doing it and also try to have it be great. Right, where you're, you're, you feel like you're honoring yeah. it. You yeah, because you know, you know how people are. Like, oh, that guy, he's a, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't right. pay attention anymore, but no, and it's really just because they like someone else. They they they're glad out that we're all doing it, but they just choose their little team, you know, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try, I try and just get up there and focus on the music and just hope. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, basically. And, yeah. and let the rest of it unfold. The it way is well. easier now because of the family. They. There's people there who I can't bullshit, you know. Uh-huh. And they, I won't stand for yeah. that. In terms of fans? I mean, in, in terms of my <laughs> people around me most of the time, right, there's right, just right. no level of, they're not going to buy my uh, manipulations, you know. And, and so, so that's good because... Right, Mel's uh, given the all. Even before this show, you know, they, I, there was, you know, we talked and there was some, hey, you know, Maybe you should think about what you're going to say. <laughs> everyone does that, but I'm like, I'm telling everyone an hour goes by like way quicker than you think. It's you know? more about yeah. what I'm not going to say. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, that's better. 
but, but you know, uh, that's because they love me. You're like the Charles Barkley of the jam band. Um, you know, it's... Like, <laughs> well, a way to put it. <laughs> a lot of times, it, you know, it's like a, a... It's sort of a form that's of a politics. Way to put it, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a form of politics. In the yeah, sense of, of course. It's usually some other dude who plays music, you know, or it's, it's something that... Um, it's a lot of times things where you're not even, you just hurt, you don't even, you're not even, it feels like some other world thing where you're not really involved in it. I just play music. And right. Then, Are you talking about just who's going to be loyal to which just fans? Who likes who and who doesn't like who. And, you know, it's, it's all exhausting. But you know what I, I did? You know, I mean, it is, that's why I don't even bother with it. But what I, what I think is so cool about, you know, what I've you know, learned about you in the last few years, you put out a jazz album. I did. I did that during COVID, actually, which is part of the, I mean, I say this all the time, my life is like incredibly blessed, you know, it's been so long of just uh -huh. getting lucky over and over. It's great. And one of the ways uh -huh. was that when uh -huh. COVID hit, I was right in the right place, my wife is awesome, uh -huh. and uh, she had to keep working, I was able to take some time and say, all right, I'm going to make a jazz record. Something I wouldn't have had time to do. Because mm -hmm. you know? before that, I was out on the road with swag. I was, I was just always, you know... Um, you made the most of the, the downtime. I just, well, I'm, I'm a worker bee, you know. Mm -hmm. I have here Jerry, and I'm playing for dead bands, and I'm playing with Graham, and yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm producing. I'm, uh, I'm always, yeah, I didn't know the producer. I'm working on a record right now for this singer-songwriter, Peggy Miller. She's great. Her voice is great. She's like a Sean Colvin type... Okay. Yeah. I've seen her. Uh, Sin played on it. She yes. did some percussion. Some percussion. Sweet. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna try to maybe get the girls on there too, singing. But it depends oh. on what she wants to do. We're, sure. we're not that far yet. So things I definitely want to touch on on every episode, and mm -hmm. where the time's just flying by. And this yeah. is, a, this is a deep one. I'm a long-winded guy, Mark. It's good. Yeah, I like it. That's why like this is dangerous. You know, I never mentioned this. It's, it's not show to be three hours, buddy. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> we don't edit these shows, so I've yet to really edit, except for just you know any blank space at the beginning or the end. But uh, not a problem here. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a special two-hour episode. Of, uh, it could be. I mean, uh, people listen to podcasts for like three hours, which is something I did not know. You better um, call HBO, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, Whoever wants to take the show, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, but no, I, part of what I want to highlight on each show with people that I have on is because, you know, music had like kind of a, a therapeutic value, you know, helped me in a lot of dark times. So I want to, you know, I, and I feel like it, it's, an, it's an ancient healing art. Music, you know? Sure. How has music helped you, you know, over the years? How has it helped you cope with life in general, oh, specifically wow. when things, you know, yeah. Let me start by saying... Music is literally in my bloodstream. I and uh, my great my great grandfather was a vaudeville singer, a famous Italian singer. And, oh, uh, Don Paolo Donas, you know, and then his son, my grandfather, was a jazz teacher in Brooklyn. He taught Paul Simon. He, it goes on and on and on. But um, wow. So I didn't have a choice but to play on one level. You know, I was playing at six or something. You know. Okay. Um, what was your first instrument? Guitar. Okay. 
It was in my mother's closet. I got caught stealing it and taking it out. I used to take it out, play, mm -hmm. put it back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and nobody, the parents didn't know. You know, you'd sneak in your parents' room, you know, you remember that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I won't go there. I other, yeah, I found other much worse stuff, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, guitar? Surrected the but, guitar? Uh, <laughs> what happened was I broke a string and my parents confronted me. You know, what is this? Were you messing with this right, guitar? Right, I told right. you not to mess with that, you know. Oh, okay. And um, Sin knows my old man was tough, you know. And yeah. It just, I grew up in that house where uh, I needed music, you know. I needed the record collection. Well, it ended up yeah. in nice. Did your folks play records at home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Record collection. I grew up with Cream and Hendrix. And oh, was that right? Yeah, they okay. listen to all kinds of stuff. Mostly doo-wop. That's where I get the singing thing from. Okay. Four Freshmen, Beach Boys, you know, uh, uh -huh. Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, they liked vocal groups a lot, so I, I get that. I was We danced around the house cleaning and singing, you know, the platters or whatever. Nice. I imagine Ocean City would have been a pleasant place to grow up at that time. Sure. Well, it, it was. It was great. Um, on some level, uh, you know, <laughs> the high school, I wasn't that, you know, it was always, high school is high school. High school is weird for me, yeah, yeah. for sure. Right it's funny, the music scene is a lot like high school, actually. <laughs> a, lot of my, uh, a lot of my old things come, you know. Roaring up from uh, the feelings I had in high school of you know when you when you that moment where you don't feel so popular or maybe you feel too popular or whatever yeah there's a, a a thing that is there you know that thing of um, dealing with a scene so to speak yeah, yeah. It's something I never was that I hate good at. politics yeah. I know what you mean yeah totally and yeah. if we could just play and then go home and you know have hot chocolate I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, Mel makes some, a mean hot chocolate. Yeah, my wife, is, that's another <laughs> thing. Oh, On some level, I've been plenty of places. I don't know if you've been to this place, but I've been to a place in my life where I was like, you know, that's it, I'm done, man. I've had enough of this shit, you know. And playing out in public? Just playing, yeah, doing yeah. it, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and sometimes it's involuntary. Like, recently, I had a hand injury. Hmm. It was nerve-related, and it was real scary because this time... It was real, you know, I might not be able to play. Mm -hmm. And I had to cancel a trip to Costa Rica, I had two weeks of playing somewhere. And uh, it was just a drag and I started to think, oh, this might be it, you know, I might have to stop, really, for mm -hmm. real. And it ended up that it got fixed and, you know. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real, you know, a lot of times you fake like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm sick of it. Right, but uh, you know, it's a thing of we gotta we gotta keep going because what else are you gonna do? You know, it's, like I said, it's my faith, it's my job, it's my love, it's my hobby. It's, it's it, it. I get to do it really. Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a thing of I. It, 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 the hardest part really is dealing with business where I just don't care about any of it. You know, I let someone else do it. I. I, I don't Melanie's take it, sport. you know, we, luckily I get to be in a place where I just do it because I love it. Right, you know? sure. Which took forever to do. I had always had to do the other shit, <laughs> you uh, know? Uh, which I hate. Yeah, yeah. oh, I hate it too. And I'm bad at it. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, that, know, I guess I'm saying. Some people are more self-promoter types, you know, though. Well, I mean, I, I just, that. I, I am like, I just look at it like if I don't do it, no one will. Yes. So somebody's got to do yeah. it. Um, that's so pretty much it. Um, I think he's got to ask me about it. But. 
Oh, what's up? I was going to say About we have the shows a few shows. I, I oh, yeah, I want to mention. Yeah, I want you guys to talk. What, 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 uh, what shows do you have coming up? Well, I'm looking at my little cue cards here. We got 217, February 17th, at the Falzer Club. That's the East Fry. I went Falls. to that place. I yeah. That's a cool spot. Yeah, like it is. That. That's like this Fry. That's in East that's Falls, right. folks, right on Midvale that's Avenue. Oh, I'm sorry, right next there. Fry. Midvale Avenue, I that's right. Yep. It's next Fry. Next it's a sweet I'm little room there. Mm -hmm. And I haven't done any set lists for that one yet. So <laughs> <laughs> of course not yet. emailing me right now. Where the hell's the list? <laughs> Uh, then we have 219. We're doing a second benefit for Derek Dorsey, our mutual friend. Yep. Who, we played uh, when we played with you together, that was the first of a series of benefits he's done from We Live On, we live which on. is his foundation. Mm -hmm. He's uh, been stricken with a crazy illness, as you know, and I'm always there for those people that are, you know, some crazy shit happens, and I'm like, all right, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And uh, so. He happens to be an old friend who was also a manager, and he, we came up together in Maniac, and he became a promoter. And he's, mm -hmm. he's, we love him. He was at my house last night for dinner, as a matter of fact. Uh -huh. And uh, when you come and have dinner, which I'd like you to do, by the way. Yeah. Extending an it. official invitation to come to my house for dinner. Thank you. Once you sit at the big table, you're in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they know what I mean. That's yeah. yeah, uh, La right. Familia, huh? La yeah. Familia. You got to work on your pronunciation there, though. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get there. Come on, come over. What's up with you? <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, but then we have uh, on February 26th, we will be doing our semi-regular show at the Ribby uh -huh. in uh, Bridgeport, love which we love. The yeah. food is great. The pe it's so we love Melissa. Oh, we love. Gone. Yep. And somehow it has that feeling of you know a place that you go. Like we really look forward to almost. Almost like a rehearsal because it's, it's loose. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we play, but we also kind of practice because we feel relaxed enough mm -hmm. to do that. So that's good. And everything is plant based there, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like this. You know, that, remember the Flintstones right. where they put the big brontosaurus? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, that. it's all charred flesh. The, the mac and cheese, <laughs> right? I mean, they have no, no, everything there is good. Salad. I love that place. That's what I get every time I go. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah it's full on Flintstones. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's so many different questions. That's what I love about this show, so many different directions. But, um, you know, again, one thing to talk about, obviously, since, you know, you play pure Jerry and mm -hmm. as, a, as a Jerry. Um, guitar player, and I'm, you know, we were heavy in the Almond Brothers with Steal Your Peach. Mm -hmm. Is you know these these bands are both identified as as as, as hippie bands. Mm -hmm. You know that people attach that word to. It. Yes. And that word is used these days, and sometimes I I don't know what the hell it means anymore. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, it's you know, uh, it's yeah. an ever changing. You know, well, it means uh, a lot of things, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think it yeah. means a lot. I think of things. it's one of those things like the music. It's what it means to you, you know, personally. Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah, and, and uh, that's a good thing. But it's also, like, I, I always looked at it like this idealist philosophy, like all our blood is red. You know, this 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 mentality that instead of looking for ways that we are different, looking for ways that we are the same. Yes, you know. Which that's is what brought people together. Well, you know? it's become harder because the ways that we're different are more talked about all the time. 
that's a big thing, you know. Uh, yeah, right. There's this. There's a motive to divide guns. People. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis yeah. never talked about that shit before. We talked about tapes, you know. So right. You know, one of the coolest things, aside from the music to me, about the Grateful Dead from early on when I was first exposed to it, was, was you know, I, I remember one of my best friends at the time from culinary school and introduced me to a lot of their music, and he was from Chincoteague, Virginia. Oh, right on. You know? And he had this the great story. He's just a colorful character. I never, I didn't even know where Chincoteague, Virginia, was yeah. at the time. But it's a, it's a, it's a little island off the coast yeah. of Virginia where mm -hmm. there's Ashtig National Preserve there, yeah. where they have wild horses, a bunch and, of teeth, you know, this beaches Lots and wild. What's that? Uh, oh, actually, Chinkatee, you know, yeah, but but but, the, but what I found was, was you know was deep about that at that time was he was somebody whose parents were like Pentecostals. Yes. Who like were like in the snake handling mm -hmm. and yeah, spoken sure. tongues and the whole thing. And he was like, I'm out of here, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that whole concept of like, you know, I can see like, you know, he found a new family. He did, you know what I mean? Yes. And like, that's a perfect example. Like, you know, my, my family life wasn't perfect growing up, but I never had any reason to be like that, you know? And um, a good example of that was the, the 12 tribes thing that used to be surrounding the Grateful Dead parking lot scene. There was a, this crazy bus that they had made, it was, you know, I, you know, like a Greyhound with another bus on top of it, and it was all done up fancy. But it turns out they were like, uh, you know, some sort of cult of people. They try to get your daughter onto the bus, you know, and they were oh, accused of all these that, uh, improprieties, you know. You know? That about? was the first time we started going, what is that about, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's not about tape trading. I don't understand that. That is weird. People become so. Yeah, you know. that's that thing of you know you. We don't control anything. You know, I don't control what happens, how it changes. You know, right. the only thing I can do is navigate, like surfing. I'm a, I'm really a surfer at heart. Right. I navigate. Uh huh. What? That's where it's at. I if I fall, it. cool. I'm gonna swim for a while and get up. But and I, I believe me, I've sucked some seawater too <laughs> in, in business and in real life. <laughs> but, um, We're all gone. Uh -huh. But again, at the end of the day, we lo I love our people. I love right. my wife. I love my cousins. I love the band members. We love the fans. My best friend, my a neighbor. I love. I love. I love Mark Singer. <laughs> um, and I love that there's so much Grateful Dead music around. You know, good for us. You know that it. Has, yeah. I mean, quite frankly, when I started, I didn't even think we would. There would be. We didn't have an idea of a tribute band. The only one I knew was Living Earth, and I ended up mm -hmm. being in that band, luckily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, but it's amazing, like how much um, support there is at this time from Grateful Dead. It music. is. It like, is it's, because it's every amazing. show is different. Even you know, younger, you're, you're not going to see the same yeah. show, and that's right. the whole part of it. It's it just it's it's a blessing on such a huge level. You know, the, mm -hmm. Bobby's still going. Everybody's still going. Mm -hmm. And also, it's created us, you know, and Pure Jerry, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't think it would ten last years? this long. Ten, ten years. years is longer right. than most bands. Like, you have to say you that know, number. It, ten years for live. a band to stay yeah, together and, uh, is yeah. no small feat. Um, it's, it's on some level luck and also hard work, you know, and uh, I've persevered. I had moments where it was, you know, a sinking ship. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh -huh. We talked about that a little bit at the Ardmore show. You know, I had moments in my life where just things aren't going as well as they should, you know, and you still have to be out there playing. Mm 
Right. And, you know, Jerry went through that and it happens. And it's, <laughs> it's hard to look back on, but when I look at myself now, I think, man, you really got it together, buddy. You know? <laughs> you're I mean, doing pretty well now. What happened? How did you uh, swing this? Uh -huh. you know? Yeah, well, you got a great house, great family, so you can't ask for much more than that. Yes. I love Mount Airy. I know how house. important that is. It, it, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> and yet, like I was saying before the show, we that, you know, it's all about timing. You know, now I have this house where I have a, a nicer studio set up. I'm doing more producing. I'm doing more teaching. Right. Things that I couldn't do as much in a different house where, Beautiful. you know, that real estate, you know what it's like. The house, yeah. the difference in vibe can change your whole life, like where you live. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure. That yeah. just happened. You know, we had, we had a great setup in Orland, but when we found this new place in Mount Airy, uh, a neighborhood I've been wanting to get back into for years, mm -hmm. you know, the history of the folk scene there and mm -hmm. what was going on there, the folk festival, the folk society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I played the Goat Hollow and the Mermaid. Mermaid I've been playing them for years. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason I play them. I'm connected to that, you know. Uh, that's the other bit of news that's not so happy that came out today. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Bring it down. It'll be the end of the Philly Folk Fest. Oh, you're like, Debbie Downer tonight, aren't you? It's just what's going on, man. Don't blame me. Don't blame the message. But no, uh, that is terrible news too. I don't know. Hopefully, the uh, folk society can get it together for next year. Yeah, well, right that but, thing has been going down for a while. I hear a lot of rhetoric, you know. And, yeah, um, but it's like the longest running one in the country, mm -hmm. I think. And right. when I volunteered on it, it was like a magical experience, you know. Sure. The, the camaraderie, eating together, you know, it was hot. They bring you melon, and you know, it's just a very cool. You know, you know, it's funny. Place. Uh, Garcia was there. There's a famous pictures of him there playing banjo, you know, with Steve Martin. And, uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he used to go in the seventies. Uh -huh. And so I went through a phase of, you know, he he. They never had them back, even through Olden in the way. Who's I mean, who's better than them? They never had those more, acts more politics. On. Yeah, it was, yeah right. I, I noticed right. they had a little bit of a Grateful Dead like a fu thing. Uh, is that it could be? And uh, so I was like, you know what, those <laughs> bastards, like, I don't know if I like them, you know, because right, right, right. I'm that way. Uh, and, uh, but, but they, it's now come around, Billy Strings, you know, everybody's really on Right, the, right. The bluegrass thing is huge. It, it's he's, great. he's been, yeah, pretty monumental in that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I love, in addition to Pure Jerry, which is just really fulfilling, I love what I do with Graham. We just did it the other night. It's... Well, I do too, because the Garcia Grisman stuff to me is some of my favorite yeah, it's Garcia beautiful. stuff. It's uh, beautiful on another level. It's yeah. it's really just down to earth, sitting around picking. And Shady Grove and uh, the pizza taste were some. Uh, yeah, I beautiful. Wore, wore that stuff out, man. Yeah. You know. Um, so we, we we're we're winding down, uh, and I want you guys to end with some music. Okay. Um, so, but I'm gonna give a, a you know my my weekly. Uh, little spiel here about, uh, you know, uh, I am also a realtor. It's something that I do. Um, the show's basically out of time, brought to you by my business, ilovemarksinger.com. And I try to uh, discuss things that would be of some value to hopefully people that are out there that I think are friends of mine uh, every week. Um, and, uh, and, and this would be kind of similar to what I had to say last week, which is essentially that, uh, you know, Anyone out there that I know that might be thinking about buying, that are renting a home, um, a 
lot of the time, a big part of the fear is like money down and things like that. And there are ways that you can buy and become an owner with very little money down. So um, if, you know, I'm not going to say I promise the world it can't happen for everyone. It has to be the right uh, situation. But, you know, it's a, it's a really, uh, I think, as we move forward and, you know, things aren't getting any cheaper, um, it would generally feel fulfilling to me if five years down the road I could look back and be like, look at all these friends that I helped buy houses that were just renting, um, you know, because they, they can build equity and, and build financial futures for their family. So um, I love Mark Singer's my website, but you can, uh, you can message me um, and, uh, you know, it's something I'm, I'm humble with the opportunity, whether it's buying or selling and anyone out there. Um, you know, I'm speaking to, of course, but, uh, you know, I just know that, you know, there's, there's, there's probably different people like that in that specific boat. So, uh, yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, if you are selling, a lot of people consider getting their homes to be ready to be sold for the spring. Um, and there's things to do and steps to take to make sure that you, you know, have your homes ready to go so that when you do get to list them that you're, you know, you get as much as you can for them. So, uh, I like to keep my, my uh, info on that short and sweet on these podcasts, but I do want to make sure that people are aware and, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an honor to help people through that process. Um, on that note, since we're down to the last seven minutes, uh, Michael and, and the crew here. That's you've got half a song for us, but. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Steal your beach, too. Oh, man. We'll uh, try to keep it brief. <laughs> They're going to play some music for you. So you guys enjoy. Uh, we got to ne- next week's guest, I believe, is Rob Perna. Ah, yeah. Rob Perna and Nikki DiGiorgio from uh, um, Onyx and Honey. And I know Rob from Two Kings of Rhythm, which I think still exists. Yeah. They'll be here next week. So Michael, Kerr, Jerry. Yeah, we, we played together. I played together with Rob uh, a long time ago, but we've been friends a long time, and my wife is friends with Rob, too. We've known Rob a long time. He's, they're good people, Rob and Nikki. Yeah, for sure. I just did their radio show in Westchester. Yeah, yeah they're great. They're great. And, uh, yeah, for sure. All right, you guys right, can so take it away. Do, uh, this song, uh, Ain't No Bread in the Bread Box. Well, things ain't what they 
PureJerry.com if you're looking mm -hmm. for more information about upcoming shows for sure. and merchandise. We have merchandise. 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 We're hogging them stickers. Right? We're making a fortune. Yeah. Remember that space balls? That's a great one, man. Uh, we we sell a lot of coffee cups. We yeah. seem coffee. to be oh, a coffee yeah. cup. Water mugs. That's, good. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. So PureJerry.com. For sure. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, again, uh, next week it's Rob Perna Jr. and Nikki DiGiorgio from Onyx and Honey. Ooh. And uh, every Monday, 7 o'clock here uh, for the live feed from our Facebook page for now until we get YouTube up and going. Um, you can reach me at ilovemarksinger.com if you have any questions about real estate. Steal Your Peaches next big gig is March 17th at the Ardmore Music Hall. That's Yay! with Saint that's Saint Patty's Day with Ron Holloway, which nice. is a, a blessing to play with a, a, a guy that's a legend that was recognized by Sonny Rollins as one of the best tenor saxophone players in the world. Yes. So uh, isn't that a great feeling when you get those people playing with you? Yeah, and when they're so down to earth and modest like Ron is, no ego, just he's he's hilarious. Uh, stories. And, so we're looking forward to that, and we will see you next week. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, week. right. Thank you. All right.
Thanks so much for tuning in to episode five of the main line and beyond with Mark Singer. Next week's guest is Rob Perna Jr. and his lovely girlfriend, Nikki DiGiorgio of Onyx and Honey. You don't want to miss it. They're original funk band and uh, they got it going on. So you all have a great week and we'll see you next time.